sometimes like I'll, I'll be over there and people were like, they'll be circling around like the restaurant. They won't say anything to anybody, but they'll just be walking around. And I just know that they're trying to look for the secret <laughs> have you, door. Have you, saved, have you saved anyone yet? You and I'm like, can out? I help you? <laughs> and they're like, is there like a secret bar in here? And I'm like, Alright, what's going on? Thanks for coming and checking out another episode of Happy Hour. Today I've got a very special guest, Melissa Valentine. Yes. You Not Valentine, right. Valentine. Valentine, yes. Yeah. And today, so normally we do obviously a bunch of like first half is going to be news and kind of current events. And then we go into real estate. Today's probably just going to be more of an interview slash real estate topics. So um, yeah, make sure to stay till the very end. Make sure to like, subscribe, share, do all that good stuff. But um, yeah, how are you doing today, Melissa? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Good. It's good to have you here. So uh, we, we're making history today. First female guest on the podcast ever. Yay. So <laughs> see if one of these works. <laughs> Wrong one. Really? <laughs> I don't know if I can use that one, but <laughs> anyways. Uh, yeah. So if you want to give everyone, I guess, like a little intro and where you're from. Sure. Sure. Um, so I'm originally from Florida, uh, Fort Myers, Florida, small little town. Uh, came here about a year ago from um, from Fort Myers, Florida to expand my opportunities and begin a whole different career, a whole different life in a different place. Um, so I'm here and I'm doing it. So what was your, you're in real estate now mm -hmm. and you're with Keller Williams, right? Yes. What were you doing before you got into real estate out in Florida? So before that, um, I was doing, uh, I was a hairstylist for 12 years. Um, so I dabbled in also, I was I dabbled in a little bit of um, cooking as well. So um, I did uh, meal preps for about a year. I had my own business for about a year. So I did that as well. So um, yeah, it's it, it was time for a different transition. Um, being in the hair industry, there there's a lot of aches and pains that come with it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I knew like I kind of reevaluated myself and I was like, I can't. I can't keep on doing this for another 10 years. I need to switch careers. And at the same time, I guess I was just going through this part of my life where I just need to change. I had been in Florida all my life. I was born and raised there. And I just, I just needed something different. I needed a different place. I knew there was opportunities outside of where I lived. I just needed to do it. So, um, so yeah, I, that's that's basically what happened. So awesome. Found Dallas. <laughs> yeah. So when you said like you said you wanted a fresh start, was there something about real estate specifically that made you want or was that just part of like that something new that I want to try and then you ended up kind of liking it? So I've always had an interest in it. Um, one of the biggest motivations um, was I wanted to help my mom get a house. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of the biggest motivations. And also I wanted to learn how to, uh, to buy a house myself. Um, you know, growing up, like I, I see people buying houses and everyone's like, Oh, it's stressful. And I just like, I was like, man, I really want to know like what it's, you know, what, what it entails. So I thought the best way to do it was to actually just be in it, like submerge myself in it and be in real estate. So, um, I finally made the decision, um, about two years ago 
um, to finally go to school and actually do it. Awesome. Mm -hmm. So I guess at first, was it, did you see it being a full-time gig or was it just something you kind of had interested in and wanted to help? Um, no, no, I, I knew I needed to switch completely. Full-time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like I knew I just, I didn't, I was kind of like done with hair. I was trying to ease myself out of hair for, I would say the last, uh, back in 2020, I was trying to ease myself out of doing hair. And then I transitioned into becoming a chef. Okay. <laughs> I've always cooked. Like I learned how to cook when I was um, really young. I was probably about seven, eight years old. And my mom was like, get in this kitchen. <laughs> and so like, I've always kind of like been in the kitchen and I felt, I kind of fell in love with it um, when I was like in my thirties. And um, I really got into like um, health. And so I decided, you know, what a cool way to, you know, just try something new and um, and help people. So that was my yeah. biggest motivation um, in that career change. Absolutely. I think real estate's like, it's kind of weird because I feel like I'm, I was definitely, I feel like the opposite. I got into real estate because I was like, I'm going to make a lot of money. And I was in college. So it was, it was like really appealing. But then I learned like just kind of how much you can actually help people. You know what I mean? Yes. Like it's when you get your mind off of the money side of things and when pe you actually see people like struggling to purchase or get into a property, I'm like, oh, wow, you can actually. Yeah. Make money and help people, which is pretty cool. So for sure. What um what what are the biggest differences? Because for me, when I look, um, I'm always looking at I guess data from the nation on real estate and everything. So um some of the most appealing places I think for people moving out of like the Cal Colorado Colorado, California, New York, and those areas, mm -hmm. um, a lot of them are coming to Texas and Florida. So I was interested, like from someone that's obviously lived in both, what do you see as the biggest differences in both, I guess, both like work, leisure, and um, just kind of like just personality general, types. Like, yeah, um, I would say so. As far as real estate goes, um, there's definitely a lot more uh, waterfront property <laughs> in in Florida, so uh, it's it's a totally different game. Um, also, that because of that, you know, we're so close to the water. Um, just the way the houses are built um, are differently. Um, the style of the homes are different. Um, and of course, the prices are totally different. Um, but yeah, and leisurely, I would say leisurely, um, there's just a, a lot more to do. In my town that I was in, it's a small town. Okay. Um, it's growing. It's it's really starting to grow like pretty yeah, <laughs> it's de developing. So, um, coming here to a bigger city, there's just so much more to do here. I, I feel like I, I talk to locals and they're like, there's not much to do here. Just drink and, and, and eat. And I'm like, no, no. Like I, I went to the AT&T stadium. I told you about that. Um, I went and saw the, um, JFK, um, where JFK got shot. I saw his museum. So there's like really cool things. And there's so much history here in Dallas that I was, and I'm a, I love history. So, um, I, I think here in Dallas is it's, it's rich in culture. There's so many different people that are coming here from different places. So you have, there's always something to do. And there's, it's to me, it being in a bigger city, there's just so much more, motivation and more things to do. So you find those, it was pretty easy to find like-minded people yeah. <laughs> here. I, I, I feel like I've met 
so many more friends here in my first year uh, of living here than I ever did when I was in Florida. You know, like I, I can't believe like how many connections I've made in just this last year. Um, so it's, yeah, I, I think here com- compared to there, it's just a totally different vibe to like Florida is relaxed. You know, they're just more about the beach and water and vacation time. You know, they're more on like slow time. So it's just a totally different mindset, but I was ready to like kind of speed it up and be here. Yeah. That's funny. Cause I'm from, uh, I'm actually from Decatur, which is, I guess, like an hour and a half ish from here. So that's a pretty small town and there's not much to do. And it's easy to kind of, um, I don't know, like you said, when you get to the bigger city and things are moving a little quicker, you adapt that and you just take that. I feel like I took it into my business and I'm moving faster than I was out there, obviously. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I think a lot of people in Texas in general, including myself, like I, when I first moved here, I was like, cool, I'm gonna go to these art museums. I'm gonna go to this, this, that. And then I just did what everyone else does and just yeah. hits the bars and the restaurants. And yeah. that's about it. So, yeah, I'm doing that now. Yeah, you got <laughs> now, it. <laughs> I'm doing that now a year later because I was just like, you know, it, that's another, I think, part of us being in real estate as we uh, also as agents, we should know about those things, about yeah. things to do in, in different areas, because our, our clients are going to want to know that. <laughs> Absolutely. And they want to see that you're, you know, the area that you're working in so mm-hmm. that you're, they know that you're putting them in a place that's kind of of interest. What is, um, what's your favorite thing that you've experienced just in a, in a leisure aspect since you've been to Dallas? Ooh. Um, so, <laughs> um, the coolest thing, um, recently, um, I actually work part-time at a speakeasy. And um, before I moved here, I, um, I've i heard of speakeasies. So uh, in Florida, the, in Tampa area, there there's more there than in, there are anywhere else in, in Florida. But speakeasies are, are, speakeasies are pretty popular there. So when I came here to um, Dallas, I heard that there was like so many here. So... Um, I got an opportunity to actually work at one and, um, I recently learned how to bartend and, um, cocktail waitress. Um, I just started back in March. So that's been like a cool, um, that's been a cool environment to be around, to learn like different, just I, like, I like the history of things. So, um, I have a really good mentor, Um, so he's been teaching me about like the history of alcohol and everything. And, um, the speakeasy I work at, it's actually not far from here. Um, (laughs) um, they, um, it's big into like, uh, they wanted to make it like a true speakeasy from the 1920s. Um, it's called Capone's. So, um, they, you have to have a password and everything. So, um, learning about like that history of prohibition before we could actually drink. You you do like, you do like history. (laughs) Yeah. Before we could actually drink, it's kind of interesting how these little, these little clubs were, you know, um, were popular back then. And, and, um, but you, you had to be like, you had to know somebody to know somebody to know where these places were at. So I, I think that's kind of cool. And then Dallas, um, I think there's some places out in Fort Worth and everything and uh frisco that have them but um i think that's really cool about dallas that's been one of the coolest things that i've I've discovered yeah 
Well, we'll get into the like the actual networking event that we that I met you at out there. But mm-hmm. that that was a pretty cool place because I met uh, Jonathan Powell was the one that invited me out to your event, mm-hmm. and then um, I was. Uh, I was already pretty buzzed, to be honest with you. So, when I, up. <laughs> so when I got there, uh, I was just kind of like following him around because I didn't actually like RSVP like I was supposed to. Yeah. And he uh, he walked up to that. I don't know how much I could like disclose about how secretive this place is. But yeah, yeah, whenever yeah. Uh, he, he pulled his, it was like more of a tech, like it, like it was a scan QR yeah, thing. Yeah. But it wasn't a QR code. Like you have to find this thing that you, right. I was like, what is going on? <laughs> yeah, they they kind of like want you to look for clues to find mm-hmm. where the door is and how to get in. So we they kind of do that like- on purpose because they don't want just they want to kind of make you work for it. Like, you know, and try to figure out where where this place is. Yeah. You know, like they 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 kind of want to make it kind of fun and exclusive, too. So not just everybody, you know. Not just anybody can walk in there. Yeah. You know, it's, um, I went to, we, I lived in Denver for a while and there's one up there that we go to too. And it's, uh, we, my buddy dropped me off. I went up there probably in, I guess, March or April. Uh And when he dropped us off, I walk in, it was just an ice cream shop and it was like, you know, uh, none of the people that work there like spoke fluent English, like Uh inside of the ice cream shop. So we were just, we like. Get, go in there and we're kind of looking around and I guess there was a button you're supposed to hit and like finally <laughs> yep. we were there for like 20 minutes and yep. finally they just started pointing at it yep. like you're in the right place yeah mm-hmm. no, so. yep. yeah <laughs> it's it's kind of funny because um we have cam- we have cameras so we can see like we could see people like <laughs> trying to figure out like how we get in there or like sometimes I'm on the other side um where the restaurant because you have to get in through a re- through the restaurant side um, so like sometimes I, I'll, I'll be over there and people were like, they'll be circling around like the restaurant. They won't say anything to anybody, but they'll just be walking around. And I just know that they're trying to look for the secret <laughs> have you, door. Have you, saved, have you saved anyone yet? You and I'm like, can out? I help you? <laughs> and they're like, is there like a secret bar in here? And I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're like, how do we get in? And I'm like, I just like, kind of like point my eyes to like the picture and they're like, what <laughs> you know so it's, it's fun yeah it's fun so that's been that's been pretty cool here like i i i've been having a lot of fun doing that um and and it gives me an opportunity to kind of network with people and get to know uh people in this area as well yeah so so that's been kind of fun for me absolutely what um so you've worked a decent amount of jobs before real estate what are you do you, what are some similarities, I guess, because what you've mentioned have been obviously like service-based industries mm-hmm. and real estate's obviously a service-based industry. So what are some similarities that you see between, um, you just do one like hair or whatever, yeah, but, um, yeah. if similarities and then what do you like better about real estate compared to other jobs? Um, so, um, for the, the similarities are that you have to build relationships with people. Um, whether it be your vendors, whether it be your clients, um, you have to develop a trust. Um, when I had my clients, um, for the first time when they'd sit in my chair and they came in from say a referral, um, they're like, you came highly recommended and you know, like you have to almost kind of show them that you like, you can do the work and you can, you know what I mean? And yeah. earn their trust. And I feel like real estate, it's kind of the same way as well. So, um, you, you do have to work a little harder <laughs> yeah. because they're not coming to you all the time. So it's, it's, um, 
is a little bit different, but as far as relationships go, you definitely have to build those relationships. Um, you know, and that takes a little time too. Yeah. And then, um, I guess like what you like better, do you, um, is it, do you like the freedom? Do you have more of a freedom with your schedule or? Yes. And I actually was just, uh, talking about that today. I like how flexible my schedule is. I don't, um, it's, I mean, I get to do this, right? (laughs) (laughs) you know, like I can schedule, you know, things like this in my schedule and yeah, it's way more flexibility. And that's kind of what I was looking for when I switched over to. Yeah. And it's great. Like, uh, I don't know if I, I don't know if I told you this part or not, like when we were talking the other day, but when I, I got into it, uh, I was working at capstone cottages out in San Marcos. So that was like where I was living at when I was going to school Mm -hmm. and my cousin Zach was doing commercial real estate. So I've, I was sitting there and I was doing, um, so many, like, I mean, obviously I had to be there from, for the set hours. And then I just made the sales calls. There was a lot of downtime that I felt like I wasn't being productive. Mm. And then I'm like, I'm just stuck here doing nothing. You know right, what I mean? Right. So um, I saw how much he was making from, you know, I, I like not even joking. I'd probably do 15 leases and they'd be like, here's 200 bucks. <laughs> the commission, you know what I mean? So yeah, it's like minimum yeah. wage plus like 15 bucks a lease. Uh, and then I was like, wait, you make what on a, like, cause he just did like one lease or something like that. And I was like, what? So yeah. I was like, immediately I just got started getting my license and stuff. Um, yeah. but I love the freedom of it and how much you can just kind of, I mean, and you can really structure, um, you can just structure your days to be more productive in general. Like there's no, you know, if you're done making calls or done re- responding to emails and right. you can go find like marketing stuff to get into or something different that's going to keep moving you forward versus just like, yeah, yeah, know. yeah. And you know what? Like, um, when I first started, I going back to when, when I first started, um, it, I thought like, oh man, like I'm just gonna make money like right away. No, (laughs) no, no, there's, it's, it's not like that at all. It it takes time. And, um, there's so much that you have to learn after you get your license too. Cause I mean, like the license part, that's just, that doesn't even cover everything. (laughs) That's just, that's just the key to get to, you know, where you need to be. But financially it's tough. Like the, my first year, I don't know about you, but my first year was, it was really tough. And being that I didn't really know anyone here in my first year, um, it was, it was tough. And I bounced around from two other, um, two other brokerages my first year. So I'm finally at a place where at a brokerage where I'm really happy and I'm getting the support that I need and I'm reaching, you know, my goals that I need to reach. Yeah. Mine, um, Mine was my my tougher part came later because I got lucky. Like I got super lucky the first couple months, and I just like got leads from the brokerage I was with, and I closed a couple. And I was in college, so like anything that was above seven twenty five an hour was like bank, you know. So I was like, oh, this is easy, you know. And then I got used to thinking it was easy. And then when um, I guess when I switched and moved back because I started San Marcos and then went to Denver for a little bit and then came back to Dallas. And when I came back to Dallas full time, that's when it kind of just hit me hard. And I was like, okay, maybe this isn't as easy as um, I yeah, thought it was. Yeah. You actually have like bills and stuff. You know? Right. Right. <laughs> so, right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Manage, managing the money, I think is another thing too, that they don't teach you. There's a lot of no. things they don't teach you. And I kind of, um, going back to the similarities in hair, um, it was the same thing when I first got my, my hair license. Um, there was a lot of things they didn't teach you 
you know, and I went to school for a whole year getting my hair license. Yeah. Your, uh, your, your real estate license here, I, I took three and a half weeks to get my license, yeah. you know, full time. Which is still, that's pretty quick for most people. Yeah. Most people, it takes, well, most people don't want to do it bad enough. In my opinion, they just see other people doing it. They get their license mm-hmm. and then they're like, oh, this isn't. I thought it was going to be, but if you want to do it and you know, you want to do it, then that seems to kind of be the case, which is, I feel like a small percentage of people. Right. Right. So it's, yeah, it's, it's really up to you and you really have to find, I feel like you have to find, um, mentors, people that can guide you correctly. Um, and I feel like my first year, I really didn't know exactly like what I wanted, I couldn't, I couldn't really grasp it until like I actually went through it and saw examples of it. So I think now I'm in like a better uh, position and, and now I can kind of map out exactly like how to get there. Yeah. And that kind of leads into the next question I had, which was what, um, and you kind of mentioned a couple of them, but what would you say was the toughest uh, challenge in that first year once you were licensed and excited and everything? What was Uh, for me, it was, for me, it was getting leads and, uh, learning how to, how to basically talk to them. And I I hate to say this, but like convince them (laughs) that I'm your real estate agent (laughs) because that's part of our job. Yeah. So I've, I've, I, I came from a business where people came to me. So, um, you know, to do their hair. So when I got out of that, I had to really like change my mindset and I have to go out and get these people, you know, and, and really like, you know, earn their trust. So that was like the biggest challenge for me. Um, and I think it's, it's like a continuing thing. Yeah. It's it's still, yeah, it's, it's a continuing like thing that you have to do. So I and I would say too that it even gets um it gets weird whenever the markets shift as well because you're getting you're still getting leads you yeah. know what I mean like you're still running ads you're still getting people submitting their contact information for me at least it's through my website or through wherever I'm running the mm-hmm. ads on and you have to address because if you think about it in the past like 2020 to up until I don't know uh, I'd say like earlier this year probably like the first quarter of this year mm-hmm. it was. You, I mean, there was a big market for first-time home buyers. Well, that's kind of came back a little bit as interest rates mm-hmm. have gone up, and you have to now. It's like, well, if you're really good at, it, a lot of people would do this whole marketing program around first-time home buyers because mm-hmm. it was hot then, and then now you have to talk. I mean, if you get, I would say when it gets more difficult to purchase, then you're going to be dealing with probably more investors. So then you have to ha- cater the conversations. Like pivot. Mm-hmm. It's it, yeah, it's an ever-changing industry, which I love. Yeah. Because I get bored really quick. Yeah. <laughs> so that was one of the reasons why I picked it as well, because um with hair I was getting bored. <laughs> and I knew like if I picked this, this I yeah, it would challenge me. Um and I, I wouldn't get bored. So Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, for sure. Um and then uh I guess what do you think the biggest areas you've grown in have been since you've been a realtor? Mm. Um I would say that, um, I would say networking that came to my mind, like automatically. Um, and it's crazy how fast it happened. I think me being at that speakeasy kind of like really, um, catapulted it. If they said that right. (laughs) Sounded good good to me. Um, 
So yeah, just, um, networking with people, um, you know, the event that, um, I did a happy hour event. I did, it was a real estate industry happy hour event that I pulled together. Um, I shouldn't say I, cause it was me and another agent and also the owners of the speakeasy and my sponsors. So, um, that was, um, I would say that would, that was my most, um, successful thing that I've done so far in the industry. And I want, is that the first event you did? Yeah. I was impressed. Yeah. I was really impressed because whenever you told me that you were only licensed for a year, I was like, really? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I, um, it was, it just kind of all came. I, I, I think I manifested it honestly, because, um, when I first walked into the speakeasy, um, I looked at this place and I was like, man, this would be a dope place to do like a cool networking event or just do any kind of events. And the owners were always open to that kind of stuff. And I'm like, yeah, you know, eventually I want to do that. And so I met up with John, the guy who, um, helped me put this together. He's another agent. And, um, we, we sat down we were having lunch one day and I kind of, I was just like, Hey, you know, owners came to me and they kind of said, Hey, uh, do you want to do, um, a real estate happy hour event, you know, here? And I was like, well, I was like, yeah. So kind of mentioned it to John and he was just like, dude, like I've been wanting to do that. (laughs) So like he, he pretty much was like, okay, yeah, this is what we need to do. Cause he's done events before. Um, so he kind of, he kind of guided me of like how this works, you know, um, he's like, we'll need this sponsor or this many sponsors. This is our budget. Like he kind of already had an idea of what to do. So like I, like I said before, I think it's so important for us to have like mentors or just examples to follow just so we, we don't, we don't go into it blind and you know, it comes out better than we wanted. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? I think two heads are better than one, you know, For sure. kind of thing. So, yeah, that's funny too. Um, I don't want to sidetrack too much, but I started at EXP talking about mentors. I, I'm a mentor at EXP since I guess like only for a couple of months now. And, um, it's crazy how much it makes me like more conscious of what I'm doing mm-hmm. because I'm like, I mean, this, the, the guys are like 20 or uh, there's some that are older yeah. than me, but some of them are younger and they're just like, you know, yeah. Oh man, I got to like be a little more serious uh-huh. or more, you know, cause yeah. they're actually looking up and you know, right. and it makes me kind of more, uh, it, it's good on both parties, I think. Cause even for the mentor, you, they're like more receptive to how they're coming off to people and what, you know, cause you're actually having a bit of an influence on other for people. Sure, so for sure. And you question kinda, what that influence right. is. <laughs> and then you like, you kind of have to check yourself, like <laughs> double check. Like, did I say that right? Or yeah. is that right? <laughs> you definitely, I, I get you. Cause yeah. I, I did teach a little bit when I did hair. Um, I did some, um, some teaching for, uh, Wella, which is a big, um, uh, hair, hair product line. So, um, I did a little bit of teaching there and, um, you definitely have to like make sure you know your crap because yeah. people end up asking questions and you're just like, <laughs> do I know that? <laughs> you know what I mean? When I have some of that too, cause some of them are, um, they'll, add, I, I don't, I can't, I don't know if I can give anything specific, but they're like, how do you do this? This and that. I'm like, personally, I didn't do that, but mm-hmm. I'm not discouraging you from doing that. It's just not how I go about 
this situation. So there is that kind of aspect that um, isn't duplicatable. And that's something that my team lead talks about too. And like, I ask him questions all the time. He's like, I don't teach, I don't coach things that aren't duplicatable. You know, these are the things that I can coach. And then there's going to be this gap that you have to kind of pick up and figure for yourself a little bit. So it's just. Yeah. And I, I agree on that. Like, and I feel like in this industry, every agent has to kind of find what works for them and their personality. Cause it's not, it's, it's not, like you said, it's not, it's not cookie cutter. Mm-hmm. Everyone's different. Their personalities are different. You have to kind of know your strengths and know what's, what's going to work in this interest industry based on that. What do you think your, um, like for, cause for me, I've, I've realized that, um, and, and I, I'm always working to get more of them, but investors have been my kind of bread and butter because in general, I feel like I'm a pretty dry person. And that is when, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like when people, I, I, and not that I don't like, I still love working with people finding their primary residence, but it, everyone knows that there's going to be a certain, uh, like set of people that are going to be more difficult to work with as far as like, you know, I don't like the color of the walls. I don't like the cabinets. The I don't like, I'm yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> the bigger picture, you know what I mean? So right. it's, it's easier for me to talk to investors because they're just numbers, numbers, numbers. And then it's like, cool, we're on the same page. Um, gotcha. Do you have, I guess, a demographic of buyers or sellers that you prefer to work with the best that kind of fits your personality? Mm, I'm, I'm pretty open right now to both. <laughs> like, to be honest with you, <laughs> yeah. like I've worked with first time home buyers. Um, actually, all of my transactions that I've done or first time home buyers pretty yeah pretty much so I for me the first time home buyers um are actually awesome for s- someone like me who started off because they're learning and I'm learning at the same time so I I felt like I as that part goes but eventually I do want to get into more of the investment side mm-hmm. um, because I do have a passion for that myself yeah like I eventually want to do the same thing. Like I want to flip homes or I want to like demolish a house that needs to be demolished and put something brand new up on there. Like I, I think it's so cool or even just restore like an old house, like that from the 1900s, like, you know, that, that kind of stuff. Like I, I think it's really cool. So to me, I either like either, or like, I don't mind. I think also we get to choose who, we get to work with. Um, and that's based on like your personality. So I think that's the great part about being real estate too. So I can kind of sense when someone's not really the client for me. Yeah. And I think that's another thing we have to kind of learn how to do. I'm starting to learn to say like, you know what, I don't think I'm the right agent for you. Like if you feel like that's not, we're not vibing, you know what I mean? I think that's important. Like you, they need to find it's, literally a relationship thing. So it's better it's better you say it than them because I usually have wait for them to say it. And, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And then, yeah. And then I'm like hurt. I'm like, I should have just said that like right. three weeks exactly. Ago. Exactly. You know, and I, I I'm still learning how to do that. Yeah. So like I, I did have one lead that um oh, man, he was tough. <laughs> he was really tough. Like what type I mean, what type of buyer was he? He he um he bought a home before and he okay. um he was looking for um, a home for him and his his family um, that he was going to rent out to his family. 
So, okay. but it was really difficult to find what he was looking for in the area that he was looking for. That's in a the tough. Price that's range. a tough one too. The the investor that has like a purpose for yeah. the family with the investment. It's like yeah, that's that's the reality of real estate. You know, mm-hmm. like people have in their mind what they want. And we have to kind of bring it to reality and be like, look, this is what's really out there. <laughs> you know, this what is I mean? the reality. This is the reality of it. And sometimes like when you're honest with them, they get it and then they pivot. And then sometimes they just don't, they're stuck on their idea. And then like, you're just, it, there comes a time where you're just like, you know what? I don't think I can help you. You might want to find someone else. What's really hard about that too, at least for me is when, you do ever because I've had this happen before where there's people, there's buyers with unrealistic expectations and it happens all the time. Like, and even I've sold, I mean, and I guess you didn't really have, when I sold insurance, you didn't have people with unrealistic expectations mm-hmm. about insurance, but with cars, it was, uh, it was like that. Um, and it's just, I don't know. It, it's hard to, you're not necessarily, I guess, for me to tell them the reality because I'll tell them the reality. Yeah. And then I'll still keep working with them. I'll still go show them whatever they want to see and right. help them out however I can. But sometimes the buyer feels like, oh, well, this agent, no matter what you do, this agent can't do it for me. So then they'll right. go with someone else. And then, you know, I've had it happen so many times mm-hmm. where it, mm-hmm. for what, like, it feels like, what is it when you just hit the pinata like 30 times yeah. and then someone comes up behind you and just like, yeah. Like, oh, we found another agent that could get it done. I was like, they cheated on you. They cheated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're like, happens well, all the time. Yep. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, so. That's why I say it's, it's so much like a relationship type of business. And I, I think that one of the biggest things I've also learned was um, how to not put so much of your emotions into it. Because, um, like when someone, yeah, someone (laughs) doesn't answer your phone call, you know, or your text messages, we don't know what's going on with them. We don't know, like, if someone passed away or if they're hurt or we don't know what's going on in their lives. And we, a lot of times take it personal and we say like, oh, they just don't want to talk to me. You know what I mean? (laughs) And it's like, it's. It's it's almost like that, like I said, that relationship, almost like a boyfriend girlfriend type of thing that you you know what I mean. But you um, being they don't respond, the, and they post on Instagram like, oh yeah, exactly. You're like, oh yeah, and then they've been <laughs> hanging out with their friends, you know what I mean. Um, but it's it's like you, you you that's been like the biggest learning thing that I've learned in in this in this industry is that you kind of have to like learn how to be like, take that emotion out and be like, okay, they're people like they don't really, you know what I mean? And they don't probably see you as they see you as a real estate agent. They don't see you as a friend. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you're just, you're almost transactional, Yeah, you know? So like uh, with some people, I'm not saying all clients, but yeah. with some people, the majority of the time yeah, and, and majority. the majority of the time it is, you know, like, right. I don't, I don't see it as a bad thing. Like, right. cause I don't, you know, I, don't, I wouldn't have time to be friends with everyone. Right. That I work exactly. with. Some of them, it ends up actually like, it is cool when it works out that you end up getting close with some clients. Like I've got some that I've worked with for like three years and I'm like, we've ended up being closer than most of my friends at this point. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, mm-hmm. that's kind of a cool aspect to me. Right. Okay. I'm going to ask, this is, I'm going to steal some of your ginger ale real quick. Mm-hmm. And then Go ahead. I'm going to ask the question that my favorite question on the list. Okay. You know what it is? You do? No, I don't. Because oh. <laughs> we were, okay, basically we were talking, I'll give preface to it. Okay. We were talking the other day and uh, let's take a splash. I'll leave. 
We were talking the other day and I was like, man, if I was an attractive female, I'd be selling so much real estate. And then you checked me. Yeah. Yeah, I did. I did check so you. What, um, what are the, what are the disadvantages? Cause everyone, everyone's like that, right? Like, oh, if I could just the same post, but if I was attractive in a female, this would yeah, go viral yeah. or like, what, what do you see the biggest downsides of um, being a female realtor? Okay. So, um, when you're attractive, um, you attract. So, and you, you don't attract everything that you want. You, you attract other things that you don't want. So that's, uh, that's been kind of, um, a challenge is, you know, a lot of times I don't get taken seriously because I am a woman and I, I know that I'm attractive and I'm not ugly. I know that. So a lot of times, you know, um, I, I get asked out and then it's like, um, I'm trying to talk business here. <laughs> like, you know, I'm trying to grow my business. It's not about, it's, it's not about that. And then it's like almost like if I don't go out with that person, then it's like, oh, like you're, you're forget about that. You know what I mean? Like they don't want to know about my business. Yeah. So I don't get always, I, you don't always get taken seriously. Um, in that, in that sense. Um, now saying that, that you can take advantage of it and you just learn how to deal with it. Like I've learned how to deal with it. And now I can sense when someone's really actually like interested in what I do and not interested in like doing me. <laughs> so now that, you know, like through practice, um, and being in the real estate industry, um, is totally different. You know, like when I was doing hair, um, there was almost like, I, I, I cut men's hair too. So, um, I hit was, you up for a haircut then. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so there was, there was more, I felt like I had more of a respect um, being a hairstylist, a, because I'm cutting your hair. I got scissors in my hands. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, and, um, B they're, they're going to have to come back to me. You're in Texas now. You got to start. Caring. Yeah. They're going to have to come back to me. So it's just like, they don't want to make it feel awkward. Right. So, so it was a, a, like a totally different experience coming into real estate, um, and trying to like build up my business and try to talk about my business to people in general. Um, even women. Yeah. <laughs> even women like men and women you know it's like it's like come on guys like yeah <laughs> you know? i guess i would take that uh i take that probably disrespectful because it's not like the thing is is it's not like if you don't give them the date that they're going to go find another realtor that is going to give them the date right you know what i mean it's right. like okay forget the date let's talk real estate and right. then it's like Maybe right. for them, they just need to find someone that's they're not distracted by. Exactly. And <laughs> I know? think, oh, and that's fine. Well, I'm not the real estate agent for you. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I take it personal though. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't, you know, I did at first and now like, um, it, like I said, I've been into it like for a year. That was one of the obstacles that I had. So now it's, now I'm kind of, I know. Yeah. And, um, also my intuition starting to sharpen up a little. <laughs> yeah. So wa watch out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so now it's like, okay, now I know, like I can kind of sense when a guy is not really, when they're just wanting to just talk about dating me. And do you have, uh, you don't have to give any if you don't want to, but do you have any like funny examples? Like look, looking back on it funny. Um, shoot. Um, let me think here. Um,
actually, yeah, I was at the speakeasy and, uh, it was, it, it was a guy he, he's kind of a regular guy and, um, he comes in pretty often, not all the time, but he comes in a couple of times a month. And, um, and he had asked me, um, he said, Hey, um, uh, he said, uh, do you do anything else other than bartend here? I said, yes, uh, I'm a real estate agent. Um, and he's like, Oh, what do you do on your days off? And I said, I don't really have days off, <laughs> you know, and they look at you like when I say that men in general, when they look at me, they're just like, what? Like, Disbelief. why are you? Yeah. Like, why is a woman, you know, like working, you know, so much or whatever. And I'm just like, well, it's, it's just my job and I love doing it, you know? Um, but, um, and then it's like, uh, you know, he was like, oh, um, he was like, I'd like to take you out sometime. And I was like, um, no, I can't have a boyfriend. Um, and he's like, well, if that ever changes, here's my number. And I was just like, well, if you ever need real estate, if you need a real estate agent, here's my information. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, I said, um, and this is my business number. Um, so I slipped in my business number and then he just kind of walked away. He didn't say <laughs> anything else. So I just, you know, like I got a sense. It was like, okay, he's just, not. I bet you get a lot of, uh, time wasters like yeah. more than I would. Like, I feel like, you know what I mean? Like people might just act like they're buying real estate. Yeah. 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 They'd score yeah. another meeting. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I did actually like my neighbor too. <laughs> My neighbor actually wants, well, we met in the hallway and he, he was like, Hey, like, Hey. And I'm like, hi. <laughs> and he's just like, um, it starts a conversation. Ask me what I, you know, what I do. And it's, I'm like, Oh, I actually want to buy a home. And I was like, he's like, what's the market looking like? And we actually started having a conversation, this and that. And then he was like, then he was like, Oh, I want, I want to take you out. And I'm like, I have a boyfriend now. <laughs> and he was like, Oh, I'm sorry. He's like, but I do want to buy a home. And I said, well, I'll give you my lender's information. Um, and you can start there because he, it was, a, he was the first time. Well, he actually did. He actually like, Oh, he did. He went yeah. through. <laughs> yeah. He actually, so that one actually turned out. Okay. Call like, him back. Like so yeah. uh, dinner though. Call <laughs> my lender. Like he's working with my lender right now. So, and he's oh, wanting nice. to buy, like he's wanting to buy a home by the end of this year. So nice. that kind of worked out. But at first I was like, mm, I don't know where this is going. <laughs> like, it's kind of weird, but th- that's what it's like to be a girl. Like, yeah, I'd be, um, I'd be a bad person if I was a girl. I'd be going on all the dates. <laughs> I think having the boyfriend helps because yeah. if I didn't, I'd probably be like, yeah, sure. And then I'd just probably get into really big trouble and that's not good. Yeah. Like that's, yeah, no, it's probably best that uh, I'd be in trouble. I'm in one. <laughs> let's talk about, let's talk about the networking now. I know we kind of hit on it, but uh, mm-hmm. what, how did you, or I guess you kind of mentioned it, you kind of came to you through the speakeasy and then you found the people how how difficult was it to set up versus how hard you thought it would be to set up oh um actually it 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 was easier than i thought <laughs> so we um we said okay first things first uh, okay let me rewind a little so i've i've been married um i was married for 7 years and i planned my entire wedding we had almost 400 people 
And so I, I planned it, like planned it literally. <laughs> so I kind of have an idea of how to plan events. Okay. Um, so I knew the first, what the first thing we needed to do was, um, get a guest list, see how many people we, we need to accommodate. So between me and John, all we did was we literally just posted, um, we just posted a, a, a Eventbrite post on our Instagrams and Facebook. And we said RSVP, blah, 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 the date, everything. We had already date picked out in our mind. We had already talked to the owners about it. So we already had that date picked. And then we just basically um, put it out there and saw how many people would um, reserve. We um, picked 60 people to reserve the, um, you know, for RSVPs. We ended up uh, selling out the RSVPs within three days between both of our social medias. Oh, wow. So, um, in me, like I've never really been a big social media person, but here in the last, like, I would say three months, I've been kind of really working at it, finding, um, literally finding like-minded people, um, that I follow and they follow me on, on my social media. And John has the same type of, you know, people on his. So between the both of us, like, I think it just, it worked so well. And we were trying to advertise it to just, um, real estate agents. So, um, cause we, well, not just real estate agents, but real estate industry. So, um, our, our sponsors were, um, were a roofing company, a mortgage company, and a title company. So those three, um, those three sponsors, we didn't want to interfere with them. So we wanted to keep it more like real estate agents and um, investors or developers or photographers or anything else other than um, those three sponsors because we wanted to make sure that they could connect with that that crowd. So, um, it was actually a lot easier than I thought because we had that database in our social media. So I'm starting to learn now that I'm starting to get into social media, that social media is very important. It's, it's a huge key in, in this industry. It really is. And I'm, I don't know, I'm, I feel like I post a lot, but I'm not the best at like, I'm not, I'm not the best at it. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> consistent. Um, but the thing of it is, is now I'm aware, I've been aware of it, but I'm aware of it now. So I'm trying to make more efforts to improve well, you do, on that. You do good. I saw the reels and stuff you post and they're, oh, they're good. You. Thank yeah. you. Thank I'm gonna you. Start, I'm going to start <laughs> thank doing you. something together. I need, yeah, I need some good reels. Yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> I'm actually planning on doing one, I think this Monday. Um, so I just, and, and I kind of want to like um, encourage this for anybody else out there. Like, so if you guys want to like improve on your social media, find someone, find a real, another real estate agent that you connect with that you're, that you're cool with and go find a house, find a house and take some videos, just have fun with it or go, go somewhere fun in the city and, and go just like explore the city and with your friend and take some videos and, and post it. Like it's fun. Like I had is, a lot yeah. of fun with it and I was like, why didn't I do this? Like, sooner, you right. know, and I got really good reactions from it. Um, I haven't gotten any clients yet, but, um, hopefully I do. Yeah. It's the goal, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. Um, what do you think? Cause I, this is something I had a, I guess a stigma about was I, for the longest time, I did not want to 
network with other realtors at all whatsoever. I had no interest. And um, I guess just more of like going to events and then being around more realtors. And it's like, oh, cool. Nice to meet you. And then like a couple of them in, I'm like, you just kind of start. Um, well, I'll let you answer it. But what do you see the advantages of it doing that? Sure. Um, and that was one of the things that someone else asked me when I was putting this networking event. A couple of other agents were like, well, is it uh, clients? Um, actually, other sponsors, too, um, were asking me that. They were like, well, just agents, you know, and um, and my answer was like, you don't know what the next real estate agent knows. Why not? Why not get together in the same room, share ideas um, to help your business grow? Like what better way? I mean, if you're in a, a room full of like minded people, you are most likely to learn something and expand on your your business some way somehow so it's not just about you trying to find clients it's about you learning how to make your business better and i mean i learned a lot of things even just learning how to use my camera properly (laughs) like you know um because it's it's different like learning your different angles like going in to like um a home and lighting you know just little things like that and that real estate agent knew about that, that I didn't know. So there's things like that. And either lead generation, mentorship, like anything that, or your weakest parts of you, like you can learn from someone who has that strength. So, um, I think it's, it's important that you meet up or you, you, you connect with those people because you never know. And here in the last week, I actually talked to my title company. Um, I actually went to a networking event last week with him and he connected me with an investor this week. And then, um, I connected with another agent, um, last week and this week he connected me with an investor. So it's just like, you don't know. It's not just about, it's just not about like you going to these events and being like, oh, where's the clients? It's just, it's not about that. You never know. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'll say that was my mentality when I like first started, you know, as I get, the reason I like it is just one, um, as you know, there's not much time to like go out and do things mm-hmm. and go have fun with friends and what have you. Yeah. So for me, I enjoy, um, just honestly, I like just getting drinks with like-minded people. Yeah. I think it's cool. And then it also, even if I like, I'd say it's for, I'd say, I don't know, it can be hit or miss. Like sometimes, sometimes I'll learn some stuff, maybe not every time, but it, it, every time I will say I get this more, I get more competitive. Like it's more just like, and and I can't help it, but it's just like when I'm around people, I'm just like, okay, I just, now I got to turn it up a little more. Like just being around that environment makes you more. It gets you, it gets you motivated. And that's what I kind of wanted to do with this networking event is I kind of wanted to erase the stigma that we couldn't be around each other. Like as agents that we're competing for business in all actuality, like we, we all work together. There were a couple agents that had closed with each other and never met each other. Like and in the same room. And so it was cool that I could actually bring them together yeah. in in my networking event. So it was like, I was like, oh, that's really cool, you know? Yeah. And and it's not like we're doing it all the time. We're we're yeah, once even, a month. <laughs> like even even bigger picture down. too. <laughs> you know. Bigger picture too is like, you know, I, I do and 
the more even just as we're talking about this, the more I'm just thinking like that is such a, I guess, an early on mentality and kind of small minded because like, I feel like everyone at some point, and I could be wrong, but most people probably have aspirations of wanting to start a team or a brokerage. And if you're around agents and people get to know you that what better way to recruit right. other people? Right. You know? Exactly. So, exactly. Um, I guess we're wrapping up. The last question I had for you, I guess, is just what are your future goals, both in real estate and in life? Well, I'm trying to be a millionaire by the time I'm 40. So I'm working on that. (laughs) Um, And I don't own a home right now. So eventually I want to own a home. And um, I also want to do some real estate investment properties as well. Multifamily homes um, and then travel. I love to travel. Like, so that's, those are my ultimate goals. What's your favorite place to travel? Oh, um, there's a lot of places I haven't been yet. So, um, top of the list is definitely Spain. And I think going back to history, um, my roots. So, um, I did one of those, um, those DNA tests. Oh, really? Yeah. And I found out like, um, so I'm mostly like, um, I'm mostly from like Spain um, Italy area. And so like, I've always kind of felt like an attraction to, to Spain. Like I've always wanted to go there. Um, but then when I, when I got that test result, it was like confirmation, like I need to go back there. So then I found that I have like a distant relevant or distant cousin, Okay. Um, out there because whenever you do it, like it'll actually, you put your family tree and then it'll actually connect you with like all your, oh, really? your, like your distant, like family members. It's kind of cool. It is cool. So I my was, cousin did that and he has like, he was telling me about it and I was kind of drunk, but there was like, a yeah. whole, he has this whole <laughs> list of people. Like, yeah. And some of them have pictures and you can kind of see them and you see like one of them, um, was a, she was a female cousin distant cousin and i was like holy crap she kind of does look like me like it's crazy <laughs> she's like curlier hair but yeah, that is weird yeah it, it is kind of weird but like i've always felt like i've i needed to go back there and kind of get to my roots you know what i mean yeah. just kind of like feel just feel it you know what i mean so yeah. that's one of one of the places that i definitely want to go to awesome cool would well, you have anything else you wanted to throw in or Huh, nothing. Just, uh, I guess just plug. Yeah, plug, plug. plug it. <laughs> Promote it. Um, yeah. So you can follow me at, um, on IG, MellieValentine.realestate. Um, on my Facebook, MellieValentine Real Estate. And, um, yeah, uh, I work for Keller Williams. If you guys ever want to, um, to use me as your real estate agent, I'm here. I'm number one. There you go. That's a wrap. Thanks for watching. Make sure to like, subscribe, share, um, sign up for the Patreon, everything, do everything. 